Your kingdom is at hand, O God, of justice and peace. You made John the Baptist its herald to announce the coming of your Christ who baptizes with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Give us a spirit of repentance to make us worthy of the kingdom. Let complacency yield to conviction that in our day justice will flourish and conflict give way to the peace that you bestow in Christ. Grant this through him whose coming is certain, whose day draws near your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. We are about to hear again Isaiah's dream of the peaceable kingdom. The stump of Jesse will burst forth with fruit that will astound the world. Reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, on that day a shoot shall come from the stump of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be around his waist, and faithfulness the belt around his loins. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together. The lion shall eat straw like ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the wean child shall put its hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse shall stand as a signal to the peoples. The nation shall inquire of him, and his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. St. Paul tells the Christians in Rome and the ones in Center County that we can experience endurance and encouragement by mindfully reading the scriptures. Is your Bible handy? A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of steadfastness and encouragement grant you to live in harmony with one another, in accordance with Christ Jesus. 
so that together you may, with one voice, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the circumcised on behalf of the truth of God, in order that he might confirm the promises given to the patriarchs, and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will confess you among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Listen to this reading. It comes from the Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. John is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his, his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to John, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when John saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the fruit root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff, the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. As introduced by your pastor, my name is Jose, and I have a last name, but don't try to pronounce it. <laughs> but for the fun of listening to 
it is pronounced idayadil each time we gather for worship and stand before the altar hearing again the story of our lord's life death and resurrection we come to that moment when we pray the lord's prayer praying the our father both privately and publicly is central to christian practice and it has been for as long as the christian faith has existed in that beloved prayer we say thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven today's scriptural readings marshal the genius of that profound praise in three unique and powerful ways some 700 years before the birth of our lord a court prophet in the southern kingdom of judah envisioned a day when all the anger and brokenness of our world would become a peaceable kingdom we know him as the prophet isaiah his day was much like ours for isaiah god's kingdom would be led by a person he called a shoot out of the stump of jesse the spirit of the lord would rest on this sovereign in a way that informed every decision made this coming ruler would not be hostage to capricious or selfish interests nor would greed or grabbing for power color decisions made rather this ruler this monarch this leader would be clothed with the presence of god righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins the coming kingdom as isaiah dreamed it would be an existence where life in all its wonder would fully be lived and celebrated as god's good gift we fast forward seven plus centuries and meet there a burly rough hewn spirited preacher we know as john the baptist born to elizabeth the cousin of virgin mary john and jesus were roughly the same age john being a handful of months older we do not do meet him in the desert the texture of st matthew's portrait of him suggests a counter cultural in your face prophet and most of all john is looking for the coming of god's messiah for john god's god's coming kingdom was going to be a wholesale house cleaning of history john's baptism was for repentance the gospel suggests thousands of people walked a great distance to hear him preach and experience his baptism in the muddy waters of jordan our third picture of god's kingdom comes from paul's letter to the romans st paul describes to the christians of the imperial city 
a way of life infused with values character and presence of jesus christ for christians the kingdom is a community of mutual affirmation and generous love showing the world a way of life that refuses to let anger lead to ruptured relationships or fear sabotage mercy our example wrote saint paul is always jesus christ at that time jews and gentiles saw the life of faith from radically different perspectives paul reminds the romans who were mostly gentiles that our lord being a jew became a servant to bring the entire world both jews and gentiles into god's kingdom in a word in god's kingdom there are no categories of human being all humankind is loved equally and passionately by god so what do we do with these three sketches of god's coming kingdom without distinction all three tell us god's kingdom will be unlike anything human kind can imagine or create but let me hasten to add that while god's kingdom is god's doing god calls all of us to live in ways that anticipate and reveal god's kingdom to others here is a picture of grace unlike any other we do not bring god's kingdom but by our lives we reveal god's kingdom values and presence so how we speak the integrity with which we live the compassion we demonstrate in the face of human suffering and the love we give without expectation of anything in return reveal god's kingdom offering a glimpse of what is surely coming in all its fullness such is the kingdom coming in this one who draws near and near and meets us at bethlehem and i am very happy to be here and to participate in the missionary cooperation plan of the diocese let me thank your thank your pastor father charlie and the diocesan director for the missions for their most gracious and kind invitation to come to this parish to do this mission appeal india as you may know is the largest democratic nation in the world the majority of the people of india belongs to hindu religion and hindu religion unlike any other religion doesn't have a founder it sprang up from the nature and in india we first received the gospel message from saint thomas the apostle according to our tradition saint thomas came to india in the year 52 and died as a martyr in the year 72 after a very successful missionary apostolate because in the first centuries there were trade relation between the people of india and the jews and the jews came to india especially south india to trade in spices and tradition says and thomas came along with them 
as a carpenter and converted many high caste families into Christianity. And the descendants of those who received faith through the preaching of St. Thomas the Apostle preserved their faith and handed it to their descendants. So we have in India a very vibrant and faith-filled Christian community. Though the Christian community is very small in India, we have been able to influence Indian society and culture through our educational and charitable ministries. The Vincentian Congregation was founded in the state of Kerala in South India. And St. Joseph Province, with 172 priests, is one of the three provinces of the congregation. Our priests are engaged in mission work in several mission dioceses in India, in Nepal, Sri Lanka, and many countries in Africa. We serve Christ in our ministries of preaching, teaching, seminary formation, and mission work wherever the Lord calls us. We need your help to continue and expand our work among the poor. Rather than speak of all the needs, I would like to share with you a special blessing we have in our missions in India. Unlike many other places in the world, we have no shortage of vocations to the priesthood, only the shortage of funds to train our seminarians as India is a developing country. At present, we have 142 seminarians at various stages of formation. We need your help to train our seminarians. There are two ways you can help us support our seminarians. The first and foremost is through your prayer. So please remember our missionaries and seminarians in your valuable prayers. The second way is making a very generous and substantial offering through the envelopes you are provided with. Your generous offering will be used to provide excellent training and formation for our 142 seminarians. In addition, your offering will provide Christ-centered education for thousands of children in our depot schools and support our new evangelization ministry through popular mission parish retreats, Bible conventions, and residential retreats, and thus bring the gospel to the non-Christians. In short, your general support will help us bring food, education, housing, and most importantly, gospel message to the poor in our missions. Please be generous in your mission offering. If you are not prepared to make an offering today, or would like to make an additional offering, you may bring your offering next weekend using a specially marked envelope. Our missionaries assure you of their prayers and are grateful for your generous support of our missions. I am grateful to Father Charlie for his kindness and hospitality. Thank you again for your generous response to this mission appeal. Your generosity will always, remember, always be remembered where it counts most at the altar. May God bless you and all your dear ones. Thank you very much for your prayers and for your generosity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website, 
at goodshepherd-sc.org.